into the neighborhood where it feels like your childhood. Your friendly neighborhood guy gives it her all, bringing you the local hall. All kinds of comics, classic and new, Marvel, DC, and Indies too. Readers and creators in unity, welcome to our community. Good morning! Welcome to the neighborhood, everybody, and welcome to your friendly neighborhood morning show, where every week we keep hope, give help, and share comics with all. Um, I am Lauren, your friendly neighborhood bi, and this is Huddle 4, or Episode 4, um, and we called it Prison Break today. Um, I don't know if everybody keeps up with the Twitter here, but if you don't, um, today we're going to be making our neighborhood heist duo we're going to talk about the comics we love. Um, I'm going to make an announcement about a giveaway if you haven't seen that yet. Um, we have a guest host coming in. So we've got a lot of fun stuff planned today. Um, so, you know, make sure you let me know how you guys are doing. Um, we're going to go ahead. I want to mention the giveaway first. And I'll mention it again towards the end in case people jump in later. Um, and then we'll do our neighborhood check-in. So um, we are doing a giveaway. Um, on the Twitter, so let me click. It's hard doing this while I have to <laughs> do the tech stuff. Um, but we're doing a giveaway at 100 subscribers. So if you look here, um, make sure you're following the Twitter, of course. But once we hit 100 subscribers on the YouTube here, um, I'm going to give away two amazing comic sets. So we've got one for the Spidey fans and one for the indie comic fans. Um, so all we got to do, you know, tell your friends to subscribe to the YouTube here. And then once I hit 100 subscribers, um, just like and retweet the post and you're automatically entered. And I'll do a nice drawing. Um, so it's going to be really, really fun. Um, if you guys follow my main page on Twitter, you know I like to give shit away all the time. So <laughs> hoping to get some stuff in there. Um, but let's just get into it. Let's go ahead and get into our first segment today, which is our neighborhood check-in. And we'll bring on our guest host. All right, let's say hi, Emmett. Good to see you, Bali Rock. I also don't know your real name, Bali Rock. I don't think I know your name yet. Um, so I'm just calling you Bali Rock until I know. Glad you made it for however long you can. I think you're still working. Uh, Max, good to see you. Um, anybody else that comes in later, super excited. Um, I'm really hoping a lot more people show up too because you know we want to make the uh, neighborhood high studio. It's really fun to see <laughs> everybody debate in the comics. Um, but with that said, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring in our guest host today. Um, some of you might know him as I comment on comics, um, but his real name is Chase. He's on Twitter. He's posting a lot of amazing stuff all the time. And let's bring him on. Let's bring on Chase. How's it going, Chase? Hey, how's it going? I'm good. Good, good. I am just really excited to have you because this is actually, today's the first time we have actually seen each other and talked. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of talking, but never voices. Right, right. Yeah, so it's it's nice to put um, everything together. Um, so if you guys don't already, make sure you follow him um, on the Twitter. Um, how's everything going? You had a good weekend so far? Uh, yeah, I got rid of uh, one of my 
kids. He's staying at his aunt's last night. And so <laughs> it's that much easier for me today. We'll take it. God, God only knows. Like, uh, I, like I was telling you earlier before we came on, like I, I've got, I have, I have five siblings. So I, I understand taking one kid off can actually save you a yeah. lot. It's one less breakfast I had to cook this morning. One less clothes I had to put out. You know? Right. Right. Saves a little bit of time. Bolly Rock loves your shirt. Oh, we got another Cyclops fan. Oh, thank you. He was right. Oh, couldn't be me, but that's fine. <laughs> Man, Cyclops does have his good moments. That's the thing. It's like whether you love or hate the man, he has some when he has good moments, he has good moments. That's what I say. No matter what side you're on, you have good points. <laughs> you know, like basically good points. Well, he's been yeah, he's been a character since the sixties. Like anybody that's been around that long is going to have bad shit too. Like Yeah. <laughs> you you really can't just because the times they change. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that that is incredibly true. Um, so where are you looking forward to most today before we get into talking about what we appreciated? I I could tell on Twitter you were really excited about the the ice duo options. Uh I mean this 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 was the highlight of my day so far today. I was looking forward to doing this. <laughs> After that, I don't know. Like I said, one kid down, so maybe I'll get to read some comics later or uh get to play some oh games. Oh my gosh, or something. the dream. <laughs> <laughs> the absolute dream all right well let's go ahead and do it let's go ahead and go into our appreciation station well chase so what did you get to read or watch or see this week in nerddom uh, well, I'm pretty much on a steady stream of only about two to three comics a day that I can sneak in. Uh, and it's mm -hmm. mostly just been next man. I think I showed you earlier. I was reading, uh, I got to read that one. Uh, That's a gorgeous and it was cover. awesome. It was a great, uh, Gambit Rogue Destiny issue. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, I don't know what else I got here. Uh, I've been read just for no reason. I've been rereading, uh, Invincible. So I'm already on. Oh, yeah. I'm back to volume 15. It's probably the third or fourth time I've read it. <laughs> I uh, collected it as it was coming out. So oh, by, the nice. time that, by the time the whole thing finished, I was like, well, I could probably start it over again. I don't remember how it started. So I read it again then. And now every couple of years, I'll just pick it up and go through it again. It's really nice to have stories that you reread that much. Because I don't reread a lot of stories anymore, um, particularly because I oh, there's always so much new stuff to keep up with, I feel like. Um, especially when I review stuff for people. So I'm like, oh, I, you know, gotta make time to read this and I want to. Um, but that's really cool. I I want to go read Invincible after I finish Saga, because right now I am catching up on Saga. Um per I trade weight saga. <laughs> Always have. So I'm trying to stay away from everything on Twitter about the new uh issues. But yeah, I want to stress the importance of having stories you can go back and read because uh you get um comic fatigue man like i get comic fatigue reading new stories new issues and they're just don't know if worth getting sometimes and then i'll go back and read a story that i loved 
and just my love and enthusiasm for comics comes back. So if I start to wane a bit, I'll go pick up James Robinson's Starman or I'll pick up Exiles or I'll pick up Invincible and just halfway through it, I'll be like, oh yeah, this is what I love. And then I'll be Aww. excited to go back to my new stack of comics again. It's like a refresher yeah. to me. Maybe not for everybody, but that's why I do it. Yeah, no, and that makes sense. I'm the same way with um, like the the older Uncanny X-Men issues that I reread and like reprints, oh, yeah. black and white reprints. Like the coolest thing to me was when I realized that the original Uncanny X-Men run was in color. And I was like, I could read this in color? <laughs> like, what? Well, I have all the essentials. I have the all old X-Men essentials, you know, yep. all those volumes. Yeah, and they're the all black and red. white. Yep. Yeah, I those have all the Moon Knights. They're all black and white, too. And, oh, uh, yeah, awesome. so it is weird when you read those forever, then you go and actually see the comics in color. It is pretty wild. It is. It's it's like it's a whole new world. It's like the ending of the uh, that book, The Giver, that, like, you know, a lot of us had to read in middle school or whatever age, like, which mm -hmm. I really like that book, actually. But, like, you know, they see in black and white, and finally at the end you see color, and it's like this big metaphor and for all these different things. But that's how it really felt. And um, on the same amazing podcast I do with uh, my friend Lisa, we have been rereading the uh, limited, the first limited series Nightcrawler did um, mm -hmm. called Nightcrawler by the guy who created him, Dave Cockrum. And that felt like a warm hug. Like it felt like this is exactly why I love a comic book. Like that's uh, that the swashbuckling tone. cover. Is that the one? Yeah. Like, pirate? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, it's good. Up there, um, you can't see because oh. of the glare, but I've got one. Stupid glare, right? And I have, I have the singles though too, floppy. So I've got it all. Oh, but, like, awesome. Um, if you want to know Mason comic, what makes me happy, like deep down, just read the original like, Nightcrawler limited series from '85. It's like four issues, but it makes me happier than most things. <laughs> so good. Oh, who's here? Uh, TJ. Oh, Fat Thor. What's up? Thanks for stopping in, buddy. Glad you're able to kick in. Yeah, Swashbuckling Nightcrawler. Let me tell you, Max, the best way you'll get him is in that uh, limited series. And Katie's Fairy Tale, Max. So that was un that's one of my favorite comics ever. I read it before I read this limited series. It's Uncanny X-Men issue 153 called Katie's Fairy Tale. One of my favorite things on the planet. Like... I adore that. And what's really cool is that in this limited series, the characters from that issue, that world, that Katie's fairy tale world, they come back in this limited series. So yeah, it was it was a big uh warm hug all around. Anything else you got to read or did did you watch anything this week? I don't know if you keep up with movies or shows as much. Uh it's difficult. Um I watched a lot <laughs> of Bluey. Um there's some cocomelon in there. Uh, um <laughs> Most, mostly kids. Uh, my my three year old is obsessed with Hulk, so I watch Hulk Agents of Smash a good bit. It's not bad. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, other than that, I, I I try to watch things here and there. There's a lot of uh, Parks and Rec on the in the background. <laughs> um, that is that is my comfort show. I uh, did you see my group? coffee mug oh. is? Shut up! I love that. I did not see it. I love that. <laughs> uh. I can't tell you the newest thing. Turning Red. It was pretty good. I watched that with my son. Yeah. Yep. I actually um, finally watched that too. It was it was hard for me to watch at times because I was like, God, like I was watching, I was like, I probably was like this at 13. I hate that for me. Like, what the hell is this? But like, it's I don't good know if, because if you're 13, you'll relate to it. Like, I get it. There's that uh that Hulu show Pin 13 about 
teenage girls in the 90s and mm. i was a teenage boy in the time that they were girls and mm. i get like anxiety watching that sometimes just remembering <laughs> how ridiculous i was <laughs> just uh, like i know that i was that annoying and stuff it's uh so that's what yeah. see, my wife said she couldn't uh seeing red was like it's hard to watch <laughs> because it's so yeah you, like, like you feel seen, it yeah i've seen people talk about how they rewatch it multiple times i'm like it's a good movie so like this is nothing against it but i can't rewatch that over and over because it, it is so hard like i'm like god was i that boy crazy 13 yeah it probably was i hate that for me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's terrible but uh, it's a really well done movie and I can see a lot of 13 year olds watching it now and relating to it and being and like grabbing their parents and being like, watch this because this is what I'm trying mm -hmm. to tell you and you're not listening. And I know a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, I can see it too. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about how it talks about generational trauma very well, which it does. Uh, I just, I can't relate to it as much, which technically is a good thing, but like, um, <laughs> but I've seen people talk about that. And so even though I can't relate to that, like, I recognize that's such a good part of the film too. So like, I'm glad it did that for people. The fact you can't relate to it doesn't mean you can't understand it and empathize. So for sure, <laughs> for <laughs> sure. But I don't really feel like I can speak as much on that because I don't have that experience. So like, it's oh. not my place to, but yeah, like, Oh, I definitely can't really... speak about much of it. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was a really good film. And I don't, I can't, I hope they don't try to do a sequel for it because I don't know how you would. And also mm -hmm. don't like, let it be what it is. <laughs> uh, Bali rock says they read demon days blood feud. Oh, peach Momokos. Yeah. I really love her art. I, I need oh, to give that it. another shot. Cause I don't, I don't know her storytelling well yet. So I need to give that a shot. It's that, that, um, those demon days are great, uh, especially for art. But the story's good too. But uh, I haven't mm -hmm. got the newest one yet. My shipment probably won't be in for another week or two. But uh, mm -hmm. I'm loving it. Peach Momoko's art. I've bought several covers strictly because of Peach Momoko, even though I didn't care about the story. And I hate myself for doing that now. But it's like I just had to have it. it, it I, I, I'm in love with her art. Yeah, I think everybody is. Like, that's where the she went so quickly. Uh, you know eventually people start seeing her stuff she went so quickly from being like barely known to literally everybody knows her now like if you're in the mm -hmm. comic community you at least know the name like which is really awesome yeah, I'm, for her i'm thinking about buying i almost bought or ordered that uh jane foster thor because of that peach mocha cover have you seen it yeah i have so it's, it's gorgeous well and i want to because i i try my best to support you know the women-led titles so that you know they you know these companies don't do the whole well i didn't make money i'm like i gave you my money shut up so well we tried yeah right like we we wanted to give you our money and you won't let us i don't know what to tell you <laughs> but it's good to know it's worth the read so yeah i'll have to recheck it out because yeah that's become kind of its own universe has it not like it's got all these little yeah. spinoffs he continues to do that's really cool i like that it's a another like version of the X-Men world to spin off a bit, you know, that's so even if you're not the biggest Krakoan era X-Men fan, because I know some people have issues with this era, you can still mm -hmm. read Demon Days and have a good time, hopefully. So. Right. Or you can read X-Men Legends to have a good time. Or <laughs> there's there's still yeah. non Krakoa era X-Men books out there. Yeah, I was gonna say you, you you've got all the X-Men you want. Like we're we're thriving after, you know, the the early two thousands crap, you know, hand we were all dealt with. So <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I don't know if I 
told you, but I, my friend Paul collects all the X Men titles. Always have. Oh so yeah. That's why, that's why I normally later, don't. Right. Right. So I'm always two years behind, and I'm just now starting the Kakoa era. <laughs> so I just now <laughs> got through all that 2000s era, and it was rough. So I guess why it took me so long yeah. to get through it. It was rough, but then it started picking up towards the end because it's like every issue already just has Hickman. Like there's just all these ads for Hickman comics. Yeah. They're like. They're like, screw it, we can do whatever we want. So they just start killing X-Men left and right and just making these fun stories because they knew it was all blowing up. And I really started to enjoy it yeah. there. And then now, uh, now the Hickman era started. And I really enjoyed House of X, Powers of X. And uh, I, I, I really, I was shocked by how much I loved it because I remember people telling me, I have to read it, I have to read it. And I would try to read the synopsis of it like on Wikipedia or whatever. And I read it and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this, <laughs> this can't work. This doesn't make sense. And then I read it and I literally shit you not. I, I couldn't stop reading. And at the end of it, I said, holy shit. Like, I understand. Like, it's 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 a grail and in, in, in all the X-Men comics, I feel like. It's, it's unbelievable what Hickman did there. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. I feel I feel Max here. Uh, we don't talk about. Yeah, sorry for making you flash back to that, man. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, all the Stacy X stuff is coming back. Sorry, man. <laughs> God, good God, going into Hickman's where he knew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, sorry, Rosenberg. Like, I yeah, that I do feel bad on that end, but you know, it happens. Uh, anything else you wanted to mention that you appreciated this week? Mm, no, not really. Just. Uh... Everything. I'm a very happy-go-lucky guy. My wife says every all I do is see puppies and rainbows everywhere I go. So <laughs> uh, well, I, it's not often that I'm not appreciating anything. <laughs> I've always well, that's good. That's the energy we need, especially if we can ever bring a dog on the show. Um, anybody watching, if you want to bring your dog on this show, please let me know. I will happily let your dog star on this show. I love doggies. All right. Oh god, I love him so much. Like people are like, "Oh, sorry, that's my cat," or "Sorry, that's my dog." I'm like, "Do not apologize." Like, yeah, I want to see that. Are... What is that? Yeah, this is now their kingdom. <laughs> Whatever they want. Like, you got a pet uh... chinchilla? Let me see that chinchilla. <laughs> chinchilla. Yeah, I, a... I want to see them all, all of it. I had a friend growing up who had a pet chinchilla named Ghostface Chilla, and it was cool as shit. Like, <laughs> it was a cool chinchilla. <laughs> that's an amazing name. <laughs> that's truly amazing. I love that what that thing rosenberg did to emma frost was nuts okay see i don't know about this and maybe it's better i don't know about that i'm trying to i mean i literally just read all that stuff and i'm trying to figure out what it is i can't even remember yeah but i'm sure yeah i'm terrified <laughs> yeah, i thought so too yeah, man that's, that's a really <laughs> epic name and i'm glad i actually caught the reference because i do listen to his music <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh god i won't know it but i actually know it um well sweet um so there's a couple things i wanted to mention that i read this week that i liked um and i'm gonna throw up pictures so people can see um devil's reign x-men number three speaking of emma frost um let me tell you this issue is is a staple in any emma frost fans collection like that this has to be in your collection because this was one of the coolest, sexiest issues I've read in a comic in a long time. And it only makes sense that it would be an Emma Frost-centered issue for that. <laughs> did you uh, did you get to read this one yet, Chase? No, not yet. That's, like I said, that's uh, too new for me. I'm always about two weeks <laughs> behind in shipments. Man, Here in rural West Virginia, one... my closest 
local comic store is about 35 minutes away, so I usually get oh, things God. shipped to me online. Oh, jeez. I'm so sorry you got to wait on all that, but I hope you are able to get this to uh, at some point because it's unbelievable. Like, I... You know, it's one of those things where I've I've been on a journey as an Emma Frost fan. I used to hate her. I hated her for most of my time, actually, that I've known her. And then the last year or two, I've started to appreciate her and see how she's evolved. Because I knew her when she was the bitch villain from the original, <laughs> you know, when she was first introduced. Yeah. And so she's evolved so much now. And it's really freaking cool to see it. So, um. Yeah, she's she's that bitch. She she's got everything handled. I I just this said. Um, I will say I'm not the biggest fan of Nodo's art, Phil Nodo. Like no hate, because it's just not my favorite style. But this story and the art he does do with her in this issue works so well. I don't care if I don't care about the style. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't read all the tie-ins. I read this one because it's X-Men. And it's Emma Frost centered, and Electra's also in it. Um, so that's why I got this one. I don't think you need all the tie-ins. Um, just kind of pick what you want to read. I think's the best recommendation. Um, you're not going to miss anything, I don't think, um, unless I've missed something I don't know. But um, they're pretty good. Um, this is what I was oh. going to comment. Uh, she was great, and yeah. that's actually when I started liking her uh in that new uh -huh. mutants run when she was running the hellions uh because that was a great team yeah. too you had rock slide you had mercury like um <laughs> and that's when i really started liking her as well because i didn't care for her in morrison's run i know that's when a lot of people started becoming emma frost fans yeah uh but she was breaking up my boy scott and gene you know like i, 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 I don't get behind this uh but then ultimately and i'm gonna be dead serious here i prefer her and cyclops together as preferred to cyclops and gene it's just to me in my head you it know, works better all right i'm gonna release some tea because you've opened this and now i have to say thoughts so sorry to everyone i piss off with this thought um <laughs> so i think a problem i have with scott's character in general is that he always has to have a woman always it's gene it's madeline Pryor, it's emma it's some he mm -hmm. can't ever just be like he can't just stay being him for a bit he and has so to be needed actually, he, he, right. it's like part and of I'm his like, character traits Right. And I'm like, dude, so like, I think I really liked Jean I, and I love Jean. So all the people there, like you only love one or the other. I love Emma and Jean. I've loved Jean longer. Um, cause mm -hmm. you know, Phoenix saga, sorry guys, I read that, but like, um, I think Jean needs more time to be herself. And I think, Emma, Emma doesn't need Scott like Scott needs Emma. So like, I don't care who Scott's with for those <laughs> part because like, it's all about him. It's not about the women. Emma doesn't need him. Jean has never needed him. You know, except, you know, back in the day when they were originally written, it was more written like that. But nowadays, neither one of them needs Scott. He needs them. So I think that's something people have to realize in these arguments about the couples. It's like, mm -hmm. you're you're just whining like Scott. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scott needs to be needed. He ha and he has yeah. to have someone there that, but he keeps choosing women who are more powerful than him too. Like, so he needs he to feel needed, but he it. also feels incredibly insecure. Like, so he feels like he can never do enough. It's, I, I agree. He needs to, he's, he needs to get some Scott time, you know, look inside, see <laughs> what you does. really need. What are you really I, missing? 
I mean, the dude fell off an airplane. He has brain damage. His parents, he thought were dead. They disappeared, never came back. His brothers Mm -hmm. went missing. Like, he's got some issues that he has never internally worked out. (laughs) And he just keeps trying to fill that hole with relationships, you know? (laughs) Always. I mean, it's like, I mean, I don't know if anybody else has real life experience with this, but I know people since high school that they could never be without somebody. Like, the second they were broken up, you know, a week later or even days later, they were with somebody else. And it was like, like, I mean, maybe some people can do that, but I, I personally can't relate to that. And so that's kind of like, I feel like Scott's like that. It's like, dude, you, you need to take time. Even if you think this is what you need, you probably need some, just as you said, Scott time, make that a t-shirt Scott time. (laughs) (laughs) This was very cathartic. I'm, I'm glad you got that out. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Sorry to sorry to be rude to your boy. Because again, he has great moments. He just he needs more of his moments that aren't defined exactly. by a woman being with him. Moon Knight tie-in was really good. Uh, TJ completely agree. It was uh, it was it was different than the current Moon Knight run. Um, but I mean, it was written by the same person, so it's not like it was completely different. But had a little bit of a different vibe. Um, but the ending of it was really freaking cool, where everything that happened that issue came together. It was like, holy shit, that's badass as hell. So, yeah, I really like that tie-in as well. I heard the villains for higher tie-in was cool, too, but I don't care about any of those villains, so I didn't read it. <laughs> I just didn't. Like, I just... Look, look, listen, I have a budget. I'm trying to stick to it, thanks to Mr. Uh, Grabs for, like, you know, Grabs Granda. Uh, he's, you know, he does his budging videos on YouTube, so he's really inspiring me and motivating me to get my shit together. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, most of my uh, budgeting is me under my breath telling me how stupid and pathetic I am if I buy this book. Like, you don't need it. No. You don't need that book. That's <laughs> like, so hard seen, on uh, your stuff. Have you ever seen the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm when he smokes weed and he's looking in the mirror talking to himself? Like, oh, yeah. That's me. Mm-hmm. E- that's me every time I'm trying to decide if I'm going to spend more money on a book or not. Jeez. <laughs> like, oh, that's fair. Like, you though. piece of I shit. Do you even hard, read the but... book? <laughs> Yeah, I just need it. I need the harsh criticism, and I give it to myself. <laughs> that that's that's worrisome, but I also understand the <laughs> method. So whatever works, man. Whatever. Works. There'd be. I would um, have so many comics if I didn't belittle myself. <laughs> you know, I think this is actually a good segue into another book I want to talk about. Um, uh, Harley Quinn. So speaking of being harsh on yourself <laughs> and talking to yourself and all these other wonderful things, um. I know some people aren't reading this because they're not a fan of the art style, and I totally understand that. Uh, I gotta say though, this art style works for this series. Um, like once you read it and you see how Harley moves and how the art characters move, um, the art style works for this series. Um, but past that, so this is the start of a new arc. It's Harley Quinn number thirteen, and I think out of the entire run so far, this is my favorite issue. Um, out of the thirteen issues so far, it's it's fun it's chaotic but it's also hardly down to her, her core um we've got some new characters in this run that are really starting to stick and are really starting to feel like they this is their home now they are not characters they're just coming in and then getting thrown off or left um so if you're a harley quinn fan at all even if you don't read the third the 12 issues before this you can jump in on this 13th issue um it's a new arc um, I think it's going to be one of her best arcs yet, like in, in any of her runs. And and I did read the Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor runs, which are fantastic. Um, so if you aren't reading this, you guys, 
100% should because, yes. And there's also a really cute dog in it. Speaking of dogs from earlier, there is a cute dog in this named Waffle. You're welcome. Get this book. <laughs> I am not a huge Harley Quinn fan, like in terms of comedy. I love the show. I think it's hilarious. But I love Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor. So I do have yeah. several of those comics just, and Amanda Connor, a lot of people, some people complain or don't like her art because it's so cartoony, but I think she can, she gives so much like life in every picture. Like her covers are very yeah. animated. Like I, I enjoy the humor that she puts into her art a lot. Yeah. And, and yeah, her stuff can be hit or mess with me at times. Um, but I agree with you overall. Like that's that's why her art works so well and why I think she still is as popular as she is, even though there are people that really don't go for it. It's because it is so animated. Like she you're right, right. she breathes so much life into it. So like I remember in those runs, I really liked at that time where they were having Harley and Power Girl team up and how Harley would like always head on Power Girl and drive her crazy. <laughs> that shit was hysterical <laughs> every fucking time. So I liked them I, on Power Girl too. I liked uh no. They're they're a good uh, duo, Palmiotti and Amanda Connor. Uh, them on Power Girl was really good. I think yeah. of them when I think of Power Girl. Yeah, that that's exactly it for me as well. Um, I need to actually read more Power Girl, and it's funny people have asked me before. They're like, "Well, you're a big Supergirl fan. How do you feel about Power Girl?" And I'm like, "I don't really have any feelings. Like she's there." And they're like, "But that that's just another car." And I'm like, "It's not my car. I don't know her yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know her yet." Maybe when I know her, I will have similar feelings, but like, it's kind of like, you know, being like this other, do you like Superman or do you like this other Earth Superman? Well, most people are going to pick the OG Superman, like, mm -hmm. so I love you can't go wrong girl. with that. She's fun. I'm, I'm hoping she gets a little bit of a comeback um, because kind of like well, she's with a lot of the in, stuff, uh, they did that run. They dropped it. She's in All-Star Squadron. Okay, is that current? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, she's I'll not really Power Girl. She's in a power suit most of the time because she's trying to take over a business. But I mean, she's in it. Oh. <laughs> no boob uh, window. Well, now no boob I'm window interested. Buttoned all the way to the top. Of course. They. I, I wonder if they did that specifically to to contrast the the usual costume she wears. That's the boob window. It, it's Mark Russell, so I would not doubt it. <laughs> he uh, always does things like great. that. I know. Yeah, I read. Uh, he did. Uh, not all robots. If anybody's read that in the <sighs> title that was fairly recent, that one is phenomenal. I love it. And he did. I have it here on my shelf. Second Coming's another trade. That one was really fucking good. Mm -hmm. um, I liked his uh, Snagglepuss. Yeah. Story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have not read yeah. his Flintstones yet, though. But people seem to really like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's. He's he's probably one of the few writers that I really keep a good eye on. Like, because there's a lot of writers I like a work or two of theirs, but Mark Russell for me has been pretty consistent. So I'm like, oh, you have something he, coming uh, out. I care just for your name. Whenever I can go on the site that I order comics from and they have the previews, I type in Mark Russell. <laughs> See if he has anything <laughs> new coming out. I type in him, Daniel Warren Johnson, James Stoko, Peach Momoko. Those are like the ones I type in yep. just to make sure they don't have anything new coming out. Oh, God. Yeah, Daniel Warren Johnson too. He he's on my radar. Like with his Jurassic James coming out soon. Oh my god! I'm so and excited. do a Powerbomb just got announced. It's in previews yeah. for April. It's yeah. and do a Powerbomb has a James Heron cover, which I haven't seen yet, but I guarantee it's going to be Ooh. awesome. Because I love Doctor Mega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've I don't think I've read Ultra Mega. Ooh, you should. 
it's good. <laughs> Send me your list, Chase. I know I have a whole list. <laughs> we'll do the Chase list today. Um, there's one other title I wanted to highlight um, real quick, and that would be uh, Trial of the Amazons Wonder Girl 1. Um, so I know a lot of people have feelings about events. That's always a very controversial discussion to have. Um, this is an event to read. Um, and I say that not only because it's a great story and I really love this world, but because as an event, um, every issue matters, every tie-in matters and accelerates the story. So it's not just a useless tie-in as people complain about. Um, and there's not a ton of tie-ins. It's, this is part four, I believe. Um, and I think there's only going to be like six or seven parts and that includes all the tie-ins. So it's just, you know. Um, so it's a really great read. I think this is the time for the Amazons and the Wonder Universe and all that. They're finally going to get their own universe, which they should have had. Like the Bat family has their own universe and, you know, the Super Fam has had theirs. Where have been theirs? Um, they're finally getting it and it is really fucking good, guys. Like y'all need to read this shit, especially if you like the little bit of the Amazons that we got in the Snyder Cut. Um, yes, I'm going to call you guys out. If you liked that bit, you need to read this you need to read because you have no idea how much better the Amazons can get when you can actually expand on the world even more. Um, it's freaking amazing and huge, uh, huge, huge shout out to, um, Stephanie Williams, who she did, she's been doing the newbie and the Amazons run. Um, and she really seems to be kind of the unofficial, um, leader of the wonder office right now so like she's killing it she's doing amazing guys um so i haven't read this but does this go off of the lore from like the phil jimenez uh they wonder woman comic has, like, that they were building up all that um i don't i can't say because i didn't read that i know um, the amazon they take book some of the, the yeah they take they take oh not that one. Oh, i know what you're talking about now are you talking about um the Historia, Wonder Woman Historia. Yeah, yeah, Historia. Are they, are they no, taking that no, lore and that's what they use? So those are two different things, um, but the Wonder Woman Historia lore does influence what's happening in this and does influence some okay. of the new lore they're adding in here. Because, yeah, in this new stuff, they're using some of the older lore and they're continuing to add new stuff in like Stephanie Williams has done so far for the Nubia limited series. Okay. So, um, yeah, if you like the Wonder Woman Historia, which is one of the best books of last year by far and will continue to be one of the best books this year, um, you will love this stuff. I mean, Joelle Jones, so everybody loves her too, Joelle Jones, she did the writing and the art for this issue. And she's always had her miss for me with her writing. Her art's always great. Writing's hair miss. She does both her phenomenally art's always great. here. Did she do yeah. all the covers for 52 back in the day? Was that her? I have no idea, actually. I'd have to check. I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like it might have been. Anyway, it okay, might, sorry. It might be. <laughs> no, no, that's a good question. But yeah, like, she did an amazing job of this issue. Like, her art was on point as always. Um, if you like the Wonder Woman historial art and all those gorgeous splash pages, you get some of those here from Joelle. Phenomenal. Um, and her writing was also on point. And this is a great way to... This is a more Yara floor-centered issue. But there's also a character... Another character that gets some spotlight here that I won't spoil, but she's she's needed some spotlight too. So they did a really good job. So um, y'all should definitely give this event a shot, whether you uh, pick it up after it's done or you try to catch up. It's it's beyond worth it. I'm beyond impressed with it. 
I love that thing so much. And um, I think that is all I really had that I wanted to talk about and um, appreciate this week. Um, I mean, like you said, Chase, like I, I watched Turning Red a week or two ago, and and that was a good movie, but hard to watch for me. Um, and I think that's it. I saw the Batman. I don't know if I've talked about that on here yet, but I saw the Batman. That shit is amazing. <laughs> I'm a uh, HBO Max waiting that one. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Hard, hard to get to movies. I, I know I use my kids as excuses a lot, but hard to get to movies with kids. Uh, that's, that's why we have, that's why we yeah. pay for HBO Max and Disney plus. <laughs> so we yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you'd want to take your kids to that one, depending on how young they are. Cause uh, yeah. But just being will... able to get away from them to go to it is the <laughs> biggest thing. That's true. That's a good point. Um, the life of yeah, the yeah, stay at home yeah. parent. Oh, God. Yeah, see, again, like I told you earlier, I'm not ready for that. Like, I'm just... <laughs> I am not ready. Um, but I, I do I do love kids. Like, that's that's why I try to work with kids when I can, like, in my job. Because then I get I get to hang out with them, but then I can leave and go home. Yeah. That's like the role of the aunt or the uncle, you know? You do know. all the fun stuff, and then you shoo them away. Yeah, or you just get to be like, oh, bye, I guess you have to yeah. go. Oh, sorry. Wish we had longer. I enjoyed that for Damn. a bit until I had my own kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now you're the one that gets to hold them up. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> um, guys, if you have anything else you want to mention that you uh, really like this week and read that we didn't mention, um, go ahead and drop in the comments real quick and we can touch on it. Um, but I think it's a great time to move into our neighborhood high duo bracket. I think it is time, Chase. Yay. It's time for your uh, great show. So we're going to go ahead. I'll pull up the brackets in just a second. And we are going to decide our high duo. So just to make it easier, we didn't do a, I didn't do a whole team because that would take forever. But I just did two. We're going to do who is the brains of the operation. And then we're going to do who is the thief, the grifter, something like that. So right here, we've got the brains. And on this one, we've got Shuri as in Black Panther's sister. We've got the Riddler. We've got Moira McTaggart from the X-Men universe. We've got Lex Luthor. We've got Oracle as in Barbara Gordon. We've got Beast. We've got Dinosaurus as suggested by Matt on Twitter. And then we've got Mr. Sinister, which I think is a very fun and chaotic choice. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, huge shout out to Rogues One. Thank you, Max. As you can see at the top here, there's a little picture. Uh, but Rogues One came out this week, uh, which features a much older Leonard Snart. Um, basically, you know, getting out, you know, he's on parole, basically, probation, and, you know, trying to get shit together. But he decides to get a whole team together and do one more big job. Um, so I figured, why not? why shouldn't we get to decide who gets to do a job in our neighborhood? So <laughs> sound logic. Also, it, I didn't, I haven't got it. I haven't got it in yet, but I saw that it's like magazine size. It's like the other history of DC universe size mm -hmm. black label book. Yep, like it's huge. Big. Yeah. It, awesome. It's, it's a really pretty book. I, I love magazine style books. Like they're my favorite to read, but man, do they cost more, but they're also worth it. So, did you see the homage cover that looked like uh, Action Comics, but it was Gorilla yeah, Grodd holding the car? Yeah, that one's really cool. They had cool. it at the store when I was there, but I, I, I wasn't going to pay $50 for it. But man, it was so cool. <laughs> yeah, 
they were jacking up the price on it. I was like, that that would be the cover I'd get, but yeah. Like, oh yeah. I can't do that one. If I was more of a Gorilla Grodd fan, I would. Like if Gorilla Grodd was my dude, I would get it in a heartbeat. So um, but I think we should just get started. So we got the brains. We can take a look at the thief grifter uh bracket. We've got the prowler from Spider-Man. We've got Gambit, as suggested by Bally Rock. We've got Peter Quill. Catwoman, as suggested by Matt, and like she wouldn't be on here. Like, come on. Uh, we've got Storm. We've got Black Cat, as suggested by Bally Rock as well. We've got Huntress, and then we've got the Shade, which you suggested. Which I can't believe I would have never thought of that because when you suggested that, I was like, "Damn, that's a good point." <laughs> yeah, uh, not that I want to be biased here, but I think we know where I'm going with this. Right. Well, let's get to it because I see I see Emma is ready to throw in his vote. So I think Emma is ready. So let's all be ready um, for the first one. Shuri or Riddler um, chat. Let me know who you think wins that one, who you think would be the better uh, brains of a heist operation. Um, I think uh, depending on how many people are in the chat today, um, I might have to vote. So we'll see. But we'll start with you, Chase. Who do you think between Shuri and the Riddler? Well, if I'm going to break it down here, I think that <laughs> Shuri is obviously the smarter of the two, mm. but Riddler knows a thing or two about heists, and he's a mm. lateral thinker, uh, or unilateral thinker, I mean. Uh, I mean, if it's going for a heist, I'd have to get Riddler, I think. No offense yeah, to Shuri. Oh, okay. We got one dissenter. So we've got Emmett saying Riddler. We've got Max saying Riddler. And we've got Bali Rock saying Shuri. Um, but I don't right disagree now, if you're going for brains. But it is the brains. But I'm trying to think of like as a heist. <laughs> but if we're going yep, with just got... brains, then it would be Shuri. Yep. I think we've got three. So I think we're going to do, I think Riddler's got that one, which is no surprise to me, especially after the Batman came out. Everybody's like, Riddler! <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> All right. And we've got Moira McTaggart or Lex Luthor because it's a crime. That's funny, Max. I like that. Uh, I don't know how you don't go Lex on this one. I mean, yeah. is there another master criminal like that? Even when he loses, he still kind of wins <laughs> like every time. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. He has so many contingency plans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, then, this, and Moira, you this, know, this, I mean, maybe if she dies a couple times doing it and figures <laughs> it out as she goes. Yeah, I mean, she can die and come back, guys. Like she's she's a trial by error type person, and she is dedicated because she waits like what twenty some years before she puts her plan into place every time. Uh, What's up, but, Chris? No. You joined just in time. We are debating Moira versus Lex Luthor. So far, it looks like Luthor's got the vote. He's got mine. Sister one, yeah. No, we haven't gone to him yet. We'll get to him, Chris. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, if you need to get a last vote in, feel free. But it looks like this one was a slam dunk for Lex, which, again, is no surprise to me here. So we're going to move Mr. Lex over here with the Riddler. Oh, God, ew. <laughs> I hate that. All right. So next <laughs> up, uh, we have Oracle, as in Barbara Gordon, and we have Beast from the X-Men. There is a right answer here, everyone. If people get it wrong, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might have to leave. No, I'm kidding. 
the thing is, one of these characters I love, and the other character I could make a rug out of. <laughs> That's a way to put it. <laughs> I want to go with more uh, with Oracle, of course. Oh, God bless you. That that's oh, everybody's saying beast. Why does the live chat hate uh, me today? Because they it, want to destroy time around us. The worst part is that even if I vote, it's still three to two. So mm -hmm. uh, unless somebody wants to jump in, the beast has it. Damn it! Is he? They're turning beast into dark beast. Yeah, <laughs> just. Stupid beast. Well, he's he's basically a villain now. Like I know, they butchered his character. Which I fine. guess we're doing a heist, and it's and it would be villains. And I well, guess. And here's the thing, <laughs> Oracle is interesting because she has a whole network, so she can get blueprints like that and everything. Beast can't do the same levels. Oracle, he's incredibly intelligent and can do. They do very similar things, but I feel like Oracle has a little bit of the edge in terms of planning the heist and being able to guide somebody through the heist as they're doing it like saying oh turn left here there's a guard like but i totally understand the beast as well because he you know he is a smart guy he he he's the scientist dude i get it way to play both right. sides i have to man i have to <laughs> i i look i got it the live chat has it man they have it such the politician uh we <laughs> that's the worst comment i've ever gotten against me <laughs> Now it's I comment on Lauren. <laughs> All right, let's go into uh, Dinosaurus, which I would have never thought of because I don't read Invincible, but Matt suggested it. Or Mr. Sinister. So Dinosaurus is a genius, but he uh, does not care. He's a very Athanos way of thinking. He'll destroy half the population for the greater good. Oh, no. Mr. Sinister has a cape. Yes, exactly. So I don't know how I'm not going to get sinister. <laughs> Mr. Sinister has a cake. Uh, what are you guys thinking in the chat? Mr. Sinister or Dinosaurus from Invincible? Here, let me zoom in a bit and help y'all out. There we go. <laughs> Nathaniel. I'm sorry, Chris. Who is Nathaniel? No, I'm kidding. That's Mr. Sinister. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Chris calls him that. It makes me laugh. Okay, but Max... Beast is the wrong blue. Incorrect. It's the wrong shade of blue. <laughs> wrong blue. Blue is the warmest um, color, but only if it's the right blue. I should say, I do love Dinosaurus. He, he's, he's a Jekyll and Hyde type character. His mm -hmm. uh, human form does not like the dinosaur form. He's super like chill, laid back guy. And the government keeps him in a room with video games and stuff because he turns into Dinosaurus when he gets lethargic and kind of just doesn't care about what's going on because Dinosaurus cares about everything. So they have to keep him like really chill and play video games and happy so he doesn't turn into dinosaurs and try to take over and be like a super genius right. dinosaur. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Bali Rock says he must vote for dinosaurs. I mean, that's fair. Like, I'm a huge dinosaur person. So, like, but again, Mr. Sister or Nathaniel, as Chris calls him, has a cape. <laughs> he has a cape, guys. It's like. <laughs> But I think uh, it looks like Sinister has it. So we're going to... Oh, God. Sinister and Beast, y'all. I'm going to... I'm Okay. There's, this is fine. That's an honest <laughs> lesser of two evils in this one. <laughs> All right. So um, we've got Riddler versus Lex Luthor. Um, I feel like it's either really obvious or people are going to want to be really chaotic here. 
Exactly. Oh, he it's does got, have it's... a beard now. It's the beard. The beard has it. You're right, Chris. <laughs> um, I mean, it's got to be Lex, right? I mean, unless people are just really riding high on Batman. I think so. I think so. I mean, he'd be annoying in terms of he's all egotistic, but he'll get the whole plan. Riddler is going to be annoying in that he's going to plan as he goes and then change his riddles halfway through or something. Did you watch yeah, Gotham? Did you like the Riddler character on that? You know, he he was interesting. I I, I watched yeah. I watched that show for like a couple seasons. I I didn't have an issue with I him didn't that. Finish I remember. It. I liked him. <laughs> I never uh, finished it. I I remember the last episode I watched was the one where Fish Mooney is like at the Hugo Strange facility or something, and she scoops mm. her eye out. And I said, yeah. "All right, I love you, yeah. but like I'm kind of good." <laughs> All right, Lex Luthor has that one. That was pretty easy for him. No surprise there. Um, <laughs> but now we've got Beast or Mister Sinister, guys. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. I don't want to be working with either of these two. Yeah, I don't either. But I mean, I'm. I, I mean, I'm going to go Sinister. I have nothing but Beast hate. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm going to have to go sinister. I mean, me too. I, I have nothing but hatred for Beast. But you guys, again, you guys won bringing him over Oracle for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys will have it again if you believe. Can you imagine your choices are Beast or Lex Luthor to work with? Like, oh, that's that's kind of depressing. So you said sinister. Chris said sinister. And we've got Max saying Beast. So right now it's two to one in favor of Sinister. So if somebody has feelings about Beast, they want heard. Speak now. I mean, it, it would be kind of hilarious if Beast goes on to beat Sleuthor too. <laughs> that would that would be funny. I I I I think I like where this is going though. Um, yeah. So it looks like the 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 Essex, the Nathaniel, Essex, yeah, right. It's going to be Sinister versus Luthor for the final one, guys. This is the, <laughs> the crossover either... we all wanted. Right. You're either in great luck or you're in a fucking mess. All right. Uh, this one, I think people might have more feelings about. We have the Thief and the Grifter one. So we've got Prowler versus Gambit. So, how are we feeling about this? Do you want the Prowler to help you out with this heist, or do you want Gambit to help you out with this heist? I'm going to say that I've never read a comic where Gambit successfully stole something. I have read comics <laughs> where the Prowler has successfully stole something. So, Prowler. Ooh, I feel like that's a controversial choice. <laughs> we love that here, though. Stir up the neighborhood. We've got oh the 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 neighborhood does not agree with you so far. We've got gambit. We've got gambit to play cards between heists. We've got gambit again. I, I think the gambits have it. Gambits win. And and yep. They love that smooth talking Cajun. too, but that's still two to three. So gambit's got it. Bam. Alrighty. Okay, this one I feel like is the most obvious one. Okay. Yeah. Peter Quill or Catwoman? <laughs> Come on, let's all be honest right now. <laughs> I mean, it's Catwoman. It, it Once again, successfully be. stolen many of things. 
and will continue to, including right. Bruce Wayne's heart and every bad woman anybody's heart. Like, did did you read the Batman not. Catwoman Christmas special? I did not. <laughs> so Hi, Ian. Ian, you came in just in time for Catwoman. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. It is so incredibly good. I, I it's just their whole life happens. together. Yeah, I'm interested to read it. Um, yeah, Bruce and Selena are an interesting ship because when written well, I like them a lot. When they're written cheaply or kind of sloppily, I don't care for them because it feels like a very cheap ship to throw together nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, so, But I'll have to take a look at it and see because I've heard good things about that comic a lot. It is really good. Yeah, Max says it was good. <laughs> you're oh you're talking about gambit right <laughs> you can sneak around while wearing metal boots and bright pink i mean that's a good point in an argument for uh gambit i don't know i i bet selena could do the same thing if she chose to she doesn't choose to but she she probably could but can't she do it as sexy as sexy as gambit she can do it yeah. sexier than gambit what do you mean as sexy <laughs> I'll do it sexier. I love it's up for debate. Like, oh, Gambit. You know what? Maybe that should be a poll one week on the Twitter. Uh, as recommended by I comment on comments. Who is sexier while stealing? Gambit or Catwoman? That would it's going to be closer than you book. think. Um, uh, maybe uh, I, that might surprise me. Um, so Storm Black Cat. So for those of you that don't know, um, before Storm was an X Men, she grew up, you know, in was the Ghana? Cairo. I probably have the, the... streets of Cairo. Ky okay, gotcha. I was like, I know I got the country wrong, damn it. Um, but she grew up <laughs> and she stole a lot. She lived off, you know, stealing from, you know, stealing on the streets and stuff. Uh, and then Black Cat, of course, you know, Felicia Hardy. She is the next generation after her father in stealing. So what are you all thinking? We've got... We've got a cat. We've got a cat. And we've got a storm. I got a cat. All right. So we've got three <laughs> cats in one storm. And the, my so reasoning is that Storm had to be a pickpocket to survive. But then, not long after, she was praised as a goddess. <laughs> like, so she, <laughs> that's suddenly point. she just had everything given to her and she didn't need to. And then she became a leader of an X Men. Like, Black Cat's stealing shit now. She's been doing it since she was a child and she's doing it now. Storm. She doesn't need that anymore. Ian, I, <laughs> aren't Storm and Catwoman the same person? They're both <laughs> Halle Berry. You know what? Maybe we need a statue of Halle Berry in the neighborhood. <laughs> Maybe that's <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Black Cat has it for sure. All right. Uh, Huntress and the Shade. Actually, I kind of like this one. Uh, this is different. I mean... My choice is obviously the shade in this one. I think I, I said to you earlier, uh, what's the shade's name? Richard Swift. Dick, <laughs> dick Swift. He's a swift dick. He's swift at being a criminal. But he's also a dick about it. I don't know who else you would want to steal things. He can go in and out of shadows. Like, come on. Yeah. Shade. I mean, that that's it. That's the TED Talk, guys. <laughs> like, I mean, I do you want Huntress or right. do you want a swift dick? The, right right like shade is winning throw some stage yeah absolutely 
Uh, has anybody yeah. here in the chat watched uh, Stargirl season two and seen uh, the shade on that show? Um, if you have, let me know because I'm interested to see. Uh, and he's holding up. Hold on, I'll pop it up. That's a shade art piece he had done. Who's that by again? Uh, Andy Lee. That's really freaking cool. I like that painting a lot. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome to watch. I him think make. you. I think. I think you'd like him, Chris. He's he's a gentleman. He dresses very dapper, um, you know, very Victorian kind of gentleman style. He's got a big hat. You he's would immortal. like absolutely. Right. Like what what more do you he's, want? He, and he He's a gentleman thief. <laughs> yeah, he uh And he has also... his own code that he follows. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. He uh he's very much a grayer character, so he's not a complete villain, but he's not a complete good guy either. He kind of lives by his own code. So he's pretty cool. Um, but if you guys have already, you guys should watch Stargirl and let me know if you like the shade in it, because I love him in it. He's so good. And all right, so we've got Gambit versus Catwoman. Everybody, uh good luck because I don't know what to do here. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I'm going to go Catwoman again, but I'm probably going to lose on this one. <laughs> I don't know. Neighborhood, I mean, neighborhood love Gambit. <laughs> I mean, everybody's thirsty over Catwoman, too. So what's going to win, the love or the thirst? We've got Chris saying Catwoman. We've got Max in all caps saying Catwoman. So th there's a lot of feelings there. All right. I like it. See, again, I... I I have to make a joke here. Like, what? who's going to win, a hot man or a hot woman? It's always the hot woman. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Every time. every and, and I support that. I support it. I'm completely for it. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. That's a good point, Max, actually. I, I actually do like this point, too. And this pairing, her long history of experience counts for a lot. I do think she has a bit more experience than Gambit. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a pretty good point. All right, Catwoman, with no surprise to me, is in the final. <clears throat> and we've got, are we going to have two cats, or are we going to throw in some shade? Is it going to be the cat in the shade, <laughs> or is it going to be cat squared? Um, well, I'm going to use go. Max's comment here, and you think that uh, the long history here, and shade is immortal. He's been doing this for centuries. <laughs> you know? Just saying. I'm throwing in the shade. But I mean, I love this. I love this comment with Catwoman. <laughs> if she can steal Batman's heart, she can steal anything. You know, Talia Al Ghul also stole his heart. No, True. Did. Yeah, and if you guys aren't reading Shadow War, you should. It's the one Batman event I care about. It seems like good. none of his children stole his heart, though. <laughs> that is some shade. Speaking of shade, cat versus cat. All right. Well, so far we've got one black cat we've got two black cat we've got the shade anybody else want to say their piece because if it's this way black we're gonna have cat we're gonna have a oh god i i have to say it uh, we're gonna have a cat uh, yeah <laughs> i almost said it I earlier and i was like me. uh <laughs> it's okay i'll say it it's it's fine it happened <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ I probably should put this on screen, but I'm going to. I love this, Ian. Your energy is impeccable today. <laughs> Give me two. <laughs> Give me two pussies for the after highs party. I don't blame you. Oh, but you've 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 got Max on your side. 
I know he can but, teleport through shadows. I'm with you, Max. I, I I'm sorry, but the the thirst wins again, and nobody's thirsty for Daddy Shade, as I call him on the Star Girl Show. We're all thirsty. No one's thirsty for the, for the Swift Dick. It's okay. Nope, they don't want the Swift Dick. Nope, we 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 want this. All right, so we've got Lex Luthor versus Mister Sinister for the brain, and we've got Black Cat and Catwoman for. Uh, the fee for grifter. So these, this is your possible combination for a team, you guys. Like, can you imagine one of these women having to work with Mister Sinister? <laughs> like, first of all, <laughs> like, what, what's, what would that look like? Uh, well, he would immediately take their DNA the moment he meets them. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And then you're just gonna have a lot of black cats or a lot of. Cat women running around. No, you, you know the worst part? He would totally like let Selena mess with him and like do that thing like in Arkham video games where she like kisses him and throws him to the ground because he's not he's not gonna be like wanting her. He'll just be like, haha, I have her DNA on my lips. Get the test tube. Like <laughs> Well, he could just you know, she I mean he could literally let her like kill him and then another version of him would just walk into the room and just start the conversation where it left off at <laughs> like he's got a contingency. Right, absolutely. So, <laughs> I, you know, I think maybe we should have like a, a, a neighborhood potluck just filled with water. That's it. Everybody bring a different type of water because we all need something. Any, any flavor too. You're, you know, we're here to help each other. All right. So we've got Lex Luthor versus Mr. Sinister. So Bolly Rock says, Lex, what are you thinking, Chase? Uh, I'm right there with Bolly Rock. <laughs> I think it's got to go Lex. In terms of a heist, I mean, who knows what, if Mr. Sinister even cares about the heist. <laughs> you know, uh, if, if, he it, might just... if you're stealing DNA, he will care. That's true. I guess it depends on what the heist was. We never established that. Uh, but I'm going to go Lex. I'm going to go Lex. Lex? Okay. And you know, that's a good idea next time to do a bracket, like having a little story to it. That would be really fun yeah. to come up with. That that would definitely influence people's votes, I feel like. So we've got all Lex so far. Anybody? <laughs> Nathaniel. <laughs> this is tough, but Nathaniel is basically immortal. True. He's wicked smart and has clones to unleash if needed. That's true. Distraction patterns. This is very true. I mean, like, I, mean, plus, didn't change I my feel own. like. <laughs> Oh, do you want to change your choice? Because if you do, no, it'll be sorry, a tie. Sorry, sorry, I didn't change it. my choice. No. Oh, okay. I was like, if you do, then that means a tiebreaker, and that scares me because <laughs> then I probably have to do it. Um, <laughs> honestly, if I had to pick, I would, I would pick Sinister because it's more fun. Yeah. Like, it would, it would be a a uh, more interesting heist. Whereas, Lex... I guess. Hold on. Do I want Lex Luthor in my neighborhood? I feel like That's Sinister would throw some think nice ass parties. I feel like Lex would just be a dick. Yeah. I'm switching. I agree. I'm going Sinister. I switch. Oh my gosh, guys. He's <laughs> That's the first time that's happened after somebody's decided on here. You, so you can give it all okay, to Chris. <laughs> Right. Okay. So I've got one, two, three for Lex. Let me make sure I counted the votes right. One, two, 
three. Son of a bitch. It's three to three. <laughs> now I have to break it. No! You already said it. You already said it was going to be sinister. Oh, Ma Max, Max, Chris, you're convincing everybody, man. Like, who are you? All right. Well, Sinister got it. I didn't have to break it. <laughs> Just there to complain. Yeah, probably. He's probably gonna be like, where's Superman to stop me? Why isn't he here yet? Yeah, exactly. To be here. It really, it really took remembering they're going to be in our neighborhood. I mean, I guess having Sinister is questionable in the neighborhood, but... He's gonna have so many like clones to mow our lawns and shit. Like, I feel like it's gonna work out in the end. I mean, there's a reason he's still on Krakoa, even though he's a hazard. Like, right. he has a use. So Necessary he evil. Did nothing wrong. <laughs> we all have that friend that you know would not be anybody else's friend if they weren't your friend. And that's what Sinister is gonna be to us. True. No one I else know. will have him. This, this is absolutely insane. I've never seen the vote swing like this before in here. That's amazing. Chris, you are you are the sinister speaker. Like you are the sinister whisperer. Um, but now the time has finally come. It also, Lex doesn't for... have a cape. It's true. Maybe if he he should get a cape like Superman has. Maybe he'd feel better about himself then. Maybe. But we've got the cat fight that you guys all wanted and you got. We have Catwoman and Black Cat. Essentially, Marvel versus DC, but also not. Um, <laughs> you're right, Emmett. Chris wants chaos, and he got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Oh, my gosh. A Jake Gyllenhaal gift instead of a Nick Cage gift? You really are choosing uh, a gift, not gift. Chaos. You really are choosing chaos today. Gosh, we're getting Jake Gyllenhaal today, not Nick Cage. Oh my God, something's wrong. All right, um, place your votes: Catwoman or Black Cat? Who are we making work with, Mister Sinister, to do a fight? Uh, it's, it's like choosing the same character. <laughs> but <clears throat> I'm gonna go Black Cat. I think she is uh, sassier and be more playful than Mister Sinister, whereas Catwoman probably wouldn't want to deal with his shit. We've got two black cats. We've got one cat woman from Emmett. Uh, I go Felicia Hardy. She can grift, steal, and plan. Yep. The grifting part's the important part, too, because mm -hmm. I can't think of any times. that There's probably some, but I can't think of them where Catwoman has done more of the grifting part where you have to act like somebody else. She pretty much stays in the shadows. <clears throat> She became yeah, she, Kingpin, basically. I didn't know that. What? What is that? What's that about? Yeah, I haven't heard that either. What? Uh, what? Is, what series is that? Max, we want to know. She has. She has bad luck powers. What? I. I, I apparently know nothing about Black Cat. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. That that I. I don't blame you. I've seen the pictures. And um, I see, I see know, Ian I, hadn't I, I that water yet. I still got out of bed <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> somehow, I don't know. So, yeah, it's funny. I know somebody who uh, who met Zoe Kravitz, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> I just how how are you alive? Wild. All right, I'll go with Black Cat. Okay, so we've got two black cat one cat woman we've got a third black cat we've got selena we got black cat i'm really surprised by this actually i thought for sure it was gonna be a a definite like 
Selena, everybody. Oh, during the recent Spider-Man run. She became a top mob boss. Really? Well, now I kind of want to read that Spider-Man run. <laughs> I know she had her own series for a little bit. She had a Black Cat run. Mm -hmm. I think it ended recently. I think you're right on the bad luck powers. I, I remember something about that from a video game I played, but I never knew the origin of it. So that's good to know. So like similar to... Wait, what? Oh. Batman would go after Catwoman. Spider-Man would be like, Felicia Day! That's true. <laughs> that yeah. Oh, so 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 uh so Black Cat has like domino powers? Uh in the eighties she had bad luck powers, so opposite. Well that sucks. How can we figure good burglar? Bad luck powers. Yeah, Chris just asked that as well. This is interesting. Like I, I really I really didn't completely know that. Uh Max, well, I think... Max, get in the room. Just tell us all about it. <laughs> Right? Jesus. I think that's why she and Spider-Man broke up. And then, oh, wow. Yeah, imagine you're getting some of bad luck powers and you just keep getting screwed over in life because, <laughs> like, that would be rough. All right. Well, I think that has it. I think it's pretty... This is not the pairing I thought we were going to get at all. <laughs> no, not at all. I was convinced immediately that Lex Luthor would win. Like, and it's well, all Marvel. did. He almost did until Chris came in. Chris That's came true. in and said, excuse you all. So you don't all know right, the well, Nathaniel Essex I know. <laughs> Sinister did nothing wrong. Um, Chris, <laughs> wait till you read Immortal X-Men on Wednesday and come talk to me. <laughs> there was a really good X-Men Legends up. issue. It might have been like number 10 that was mm -hmm. a Sinister issue. That was great. It was really good. Mm -hmm. Like, like it's like a meeting of the minds issue. He has like Apocalypse and Xavier, pretty much people who are like on the Quiet Council now. But this is supposed to be back yeah. in the day. And it turns out they're all clones, and he's just using them to uh, just kind of get an idea of how he should do things. So he's like running off of clones of all these people that he made. <laughs> it was a really good issue. That's awesome. Yeah, I never read it. I kind of want to get it now though, because yeah, anything with Mister Sensor and Chaos is a joy. Yeah, that's just a <laughs> you did your job. <laughs> Usually the uh, X-Men Legends are uh, two issues. Like one, two is one storyline. But this one was just standalone. It was just one issue yeah. about Sinister. And it was really good. Yeah, that was like X-Men Legends 12 with uh, Kurt and Kitty uh, in pre-Excalibur time. That was uh, yeah. a one-shot as well. Um, I think Kingpin gave her the powers. So keeping that secret from Pierre caused a rift. Huh. Man, th that you know what? How you make a Spider-Man story? Throwing a secret? And tear people apart emotionally. There's a Spider-Man mm -hmm. story. Like, my goodness, that's harsh. <sighs> Poor Felicia. She she deserves better. Well, she got better today because she is our part of our neighborhood heist <laughs> duo with with <laughs> Mr. Sinister and Black Cat are our neighborhood heist duo. Um, how does everybody so feel about this? <laughs> So, are they in like a duplex in our neighborhood, or are they in a house together? <laughs> you know, they're just gonna be right in front of the bank. I will get the picture up there tomorrow. Got it. It'll be on the Twitter, um, and you all can see what they look like. And <laughs> I mean, hold on, I want to point this out. I've meant to do this early, and I forgot. So, this is our neighborhood, guys. We have our neighborhood's finest. Wonder Woman and Nightwing, right in the roundabout of her neighborhood. I mean, 
Who needs Superman and Batman when you can have them? But then we also have our best neighbor, who is Mystique. (laughs) (laughs) And now we have our neighborhood heist duo of Mr. Sinister and Black Cat. I mean, this is this is really turning into a neighborhood. (laughs) Not not a great neighborhood either. I think it's diverse, at least. Like, it, it's getting there. It's starting out. I like the idea that we're all going to have, like, clones of Black Cat mowing your lawn and doing, like, picking up the trash for the neighborhood. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm kind of, I'm. It, it's funny to me. A lot of people didn't pick Catwoman because, yeah, Sinister's just going to clone her. You can get multiple Selenas in the neighborhood, guys. <laughs> but I guess we want multiple Felicias. Like... I guess people see all the issues where her ass is drawn that certain way. And if you've seen a black cat that way, you know what I'm talking about. Like her zipper doesn't come past, like right at her belly button is when it stops (laughs) on every outfit. Mm -hmm. She needs to figure that out. (laughs) It's like J. Scott Campbell art, I believe. Jamal Campbell? No, J. J. Scott Campbell. Yeah, the other one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People complain about his stuff it's just very hypersexualized. Yeah. Big lips, big eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Max said bye. You know what? Maybe she'll visit again, guys. Maybe we'll have to bring her back. But for now, this is our heist duo. It's going to be Sister and Black Cat. So if you guys need a heist done, if you need something stolen, um, give them a call. They, they. <laughs> I don't know which one you should call first, but they've got you. <laughs> They're going to take care of you um just fine so um be sure to uh look out on the twitter um because i will post pictures of them in our neighborhood and i'm really excited to post the first full shot of a part of our neighborhood with all these people we've brought in so far i feel like sinister is a person you can go borrow a cup of sugar from you know i think he'd be more than happy to give it to you A cup of sugar, he might he he might uh request your DNA first. Then well, he'll give it to that's, you. The moment you uh there's a little needle on the uh, front doorknob takes it the moment you try to go in or on the doorbell. He's got it already, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I think he could be. I, I, I'm excited. And again, if you're a Mr. Sinister person or you want to see more Mr. Sinister, because uh, you're curious for those of you that got uh, part of Swing Vote by Chris, um, you should definitely check out Immortal <laughs> X-Men coming out next Wednesday. Um, there's a lot of stuff that happens of it. A lot of it involves Mr. Sinister more than you know. It's a really fun issue. Very chaotic. Um, but with that said, I think we should start wrapping it up. So let's go ahead and do our neighborhood huddle real quick. All right. Well, thanks so much, guys, for joining me today, joining Chase. Thank you, Chase, for coming on. Um, plug yourself away. Plug anything you do or where people can find you, all that cool stuff. Uh, well, thanks for having me on. I really literally got nothing to plug. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. I comment on comics if you want to talk about comics or punk rock or any random thing in the world, because I'll just ramble and talk about it. Uh I don't know. Watch this pod <laughs> when you see it. Uh, I enjoyed Lost in Comics. Watch that. Oh, my friend Pell has a book coming out called uh, Bearskin. It was on Kickstarter. Um, it should be coming out soon, and then you can get the issues through him. He will always uh, sign and do like a little sketch, usually for anybody who orders directly from him. It's very good. 
Um, it's from Bug House Comics. He has a whole catalog of comics, and I recommend every one of them. Uh, Season's End is probably my favorite that he's done. Uh, um, other than that, I mean, I got nothing. I just I was no, bored and wanted awesome. to have fun, so I came and did this. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I, I'm honored to uh, be a part of uh, curing your <laughs> boredom. And oh, thank you for asking me. Like, definitely thank you for yeah. asking me. I appreciate it. Oh, anytime. And those you they're still here real quick before you go. I know people are starting to leave, obviously. Um, don't forget, um, if you missed it earlier, uh, we are doing a giveaway at 100 subscribers on YouTube. So be sure if you haven't already, um, tell your friends to subscribe to YouTube page. Um, once there's 100 subscribers, I'm going to give away some Spider-Man comics. Speaking of Felicia Hardy, um, some Spider-Man comics, some indie comics. Um, it's going to be awesome. And make sure you're following uh, the show's Twitter, obviously, because, um, you know, once we get to 100 subscribers, you'll just like and retweet the post and you'll be entered. So it's going to be a really great time. Um, and I think that's it today. Thanks again, Chase. Um, it was great to actually talk with you. Um, and thank you for contributing to uh, bringing Mr. Sinister and Black Cat into our neighborhood. <laughs> uh, All right, you're guys. <laughs> Well, everybody, um, I hope everyone has a phenomenal week um, and we will see you next Sunday with some more guests.